Put them. Just so happens that uh, one of my boys, uh, one of my good friends, um, is a true insider in the oil and gas business. In Texas, it's not business, it's business. B U D N E S S. Just saying. You know how I know Matt? Um, he was a big shot with Range Resources. Maybe the best on air spokesperson for a big company I've ever heard in my life. Anyway, had to grab him. Good morning, brother. How are you? I'm well, Marty. How are you doing, sir? Thank you for the kind words. Well, I speak the truth. Hey, so folks know about your intellect and your background. Tell them your uh, position right now. I am the uh, section director uh, for the energy section at Buchanan, Ingersoll, and Rooney. So we are one of the large, largest law firms in, in the city and among the largest in the United States. And I help to oversee our, our energy and environmental group. And obviously, oil and gas is a big, big component of that, representing clients across the board. So oil producers, gas producers, pipeline companies, et cetera. In other words, Matt's the man. Hey, help me out. So putting another million barrels a day from the reserve into the economy to refiners, whatever you want to say, will it drop prices, sir? Will it help? There are estimates that by release, they're talking about releasing about a million barrels a day for approximately six months. This would be the third such time in the last six months that we've done that. Oil prices got up to almost $140 a barrel. And there are some estimates that say that this could possibly reduce it down to maybe $120 a barrel. Those are extremely short-term windows. Um, In many ways that you hear it referred to as the strategic petroleum reserve, which we've had for about 50 years, that is really an emergency reserve, right? That is, that is, a rainy day fund for one such occasion. Other countries also have these reserves, and there are discussions about other countries also considering these same steps. So the Wall Street Journal agrees with you, a shocking. So we're not going to see some huge drop in prices. There's no way, Matt, right? But I, I, this, is, this is really, about, again, this is an emergency fund yeah. that is intended to to try and you know we're going into the busy season right this is the time conceivably there is the busy driving season in the united states so these are efforts to try and curb that also you know oil prices are are largely based on what what is happening now and what people believe will happen in the future nice so i think that it is a combination of you are certainly injecting some supply right in in into the short-term needs which, by the way, that entire six-month run that we would be dumping right. is roughly equivalent to about two days of global yeah, supply. I saw this. Just to show you <laughs> how, how small that is. Um, but the administration has also said, and, and I think a lot of people hope that this is the case, that there will be other actions. Yep. That's where that future price comes into play, right? Like, okay, maybe they will approve these dozen or so permits for additional oil production in the United States. Yep. Maybe they'll approve these other additional dozen or so permits on pipelines, but those are a lot of question marks, right? But, but, but Matt, Matt, this is why I love your opinion. The economic additions and, quite frankly, midterms could force them to do things that 
they wouldn't have done what, Matt, a year and a half ago, right? Well, I, I think that is uh, the, that is an opinion that is held by many individuals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the proof of that is the fact that you did not have any of these permits being approved a year ago. Desperate moves um, by desperate it, men. I mean, it, it is certainly an emergency-type situation in the country, and I think any of us that go to fill our cars up at the pump. I mean, this is something you see it every single day and it affects virtually every facet of our lives. Um, particularly in a period of time where everything is shipped, everything comes from all over the world and all over the country. So all of your goods and services are coming from very far distance. Likewise, I would also point out Marty, there is almost nothing in our lives that does, is not derived from a barrel of oil right. in some capacity, That's right. right? Every piece of plastic, medicines, makeup, um, building materials. I mean, it really runs the full gamut of what's in that drop of a barrel of oil. And when that is skyrocketing to record prices, it, there is obviously going to be a big impact across the board. I'm hopeful, and I know you are, that we can go back to the day when we first met, when everybody thought, and there still is gold under our feet uh, that they can't make in China or overseas. I'm hoping that what's happening now will actually force us back to those days of drilling and more gas permits in Western PA. What are you hearing, sir? I, I mean, I, there is a big push. There, ha- I have not seen in 20 years the effort of not only a combination of the the business community, the consumer community, yep. um, some policymakers, certainly in the oil and gas industry, yep. Marty, you and I have talked so many times about this. It is an industry that is generally, strangely, sort of flown under the radar for a long, long time. <laughs> and I, I see them um, speaking out increasingly more so every day because we know that we have, again, if you think of the roller coaster ride, there is no other way to describe this conversation than a roller coaster. You know, you, you go back a decade ago, we were running out. We can't drill our way out of this problem was, was a common mantra. And then all of a sudden it was like, we're the largest producer in the world. And by the way, by the way, this is why I love him. This is so true. It's called ebb and flow brothers and sisters. Go ahead. Yeah, that's right. And then we declare victory like we always do. And then we find ourselves right back in this um, situation. So I think that the, the I am very hopeful that you will see that happen. Pennsylvania is in a very prime position. We are in many ways the Saudi Arabia of natural gas. And there is no re- if you care about the environment, you want to see the most ethically produced, cleanest burning version of natural gas, which is produced here in Pennsylvania. And my man, um, long-term want, contracts and long-term commitments, though, right? Yeah, 100%. That is absolutely correct. I mean, you, you and, and again, you might not have been able to have done that previously. Right. So right. it is, it, we're all human, right? You right. love to blame someone else and say, well, why didn't they, right, air quotes, why didn't they do this before? We were not in that situation before. We're in that situation now. There is no reason that the United States cannot be, um, continue to be, and expand our position of being the global energy producer uh, for the world. We certainly have excess capacity here. I would, I think, many of us would love to see more um, downstream users of oil and gas products, yep. and particularly cracker facilities and all that good stuff in this region. We know how to do it. Matt Pizzarella, thanks, brother. You're the best. Thank you, Marty. Guys, a talent. Now, 
Please don't call and say he's not an insider. Please. Please. Notice we didn't mention the Keystone Pipeline. 